Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I am here with my co-host and partner in crime and sister, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Excited for this update. We finally got some movement in the Vallow case. Daybell yeah. Vallow. Very interesting movement. Yeah. We sure did. There was a joinder this morning, or a, a hearing for the joinder this morning, and we're going to tell you guys all about it. So how's mm -hmm. it going? Happy Thursday. Uh, it's going well. Yes. Happy Thursday to you, too. I, uh, I'm i going to try out this new relaxation spa here oh. in Idaho Falls today. I get to go get a two-hour trial for 20 bucks to try out all their machines. So I'm doing that this nice. afternoon. I'm really excited. Well, Sadly, cool. my massage therapist has been exposed to COVID. So... Don't get to yeah. see her. Well, boo. But that's really yeah. cool. I know. It's really a neat thing. I, you know what I really want to try? Signing up for it. Is what? I really want to try one of those uh, zero gravity tanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There, There's uh -huh. one in Jackson. I the flotation really tanks? There's one here. Yeah. Is there? I have no idea mm -hmm. why I want to try that so bad. Or the uh, rooms that are all Himalayan salt. Yeah. I, I want to try that too. This place I'm going <laughs> to does that salt therapy. Do they really? Okay. I don't think the room is Himalayan salt, but they, it's a salt that goes into the air. And so it's the same concept. Uh-huh. Well, I can't wait to hear how it goes then. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I hope that all of you are having a wonderful Thursday as well. It's like radio day for me. I had... I was on, I had my, one of my regular shows this morning over at One Two Radio, and now we're doing this update at 7 p.m. Pacific here on Mount, uh, Mountain Time, right here on YouTube and Facebook. We'll be doing our, uh, our psychic hour, and then at 8 p.m., I'm a guest on a good friend's show, uh, One Two Radio. So, yeah, it's wow. just radio day. You are all over the place. Yeah. However, I also, this morning, made the t-shirts for our people who are, the both of the ladies who won our drawing. For oh, cool. t-shirts, we did a 20,000 uh, subscribers drawing or downloads mm -hmm. drawing. And yes. so I was going to show you guys. I just finished their t-shirts. So this one. Can you guys? I don't uh -huh. know what you can see because it's yep. in front of my face. That's yep. good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> so there's that one. And then this one. Cute. That's Yay. a cute so excited. So these will go out in the mail later today or tomorrow, probably more likely tomorrow looking at my schedule today. But anyway, very excited. They're going out. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, very cool. But we want to tell you guys about what happened. So there was a hearing this morning Yeah, to discuss the joinder. And the joinder was, uh, there was a motion for a joinder by prosecutor Rob Wood who yep. said that he felt like it would be in the best interest of this case to join them. So that was way back, you know, that's been months ago. Oh yeah. And uh, I think first part of September that was proposed. Yeah. And Mark means Lori Vallow's attorney said, fine, we think it's cool. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, of course, Chad Daybell's attorney, Mr. Pryor said, no, that would be highly prejudicial to my client's case. That was his initial assessment. Yes. So we've been waiting for this uh, to hit, hit the judge to decide, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? Right. So that happened this morning. Uh, judge Boyce, right? Yep, Judge Boyce. Judge Boyce uh, heard their arguments. And so Rob Wood presented first. 
and basically said he feels like, first of all, uh, to be cost effective for the state for a lot of reasons. First of all, because they have to bring in witnesses from Hawaii, Louisiana, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, from all over, uh, yeah. and possibly other places uh, that have to do that twice is an enormous expense for the state. Right. Uh, just holding both of these trials will be an enormous expense. And that because essentially the evidence is the same in both and the charges are the same. Yeah, it they're charged no with conspiracy sense. to commit the same crime. It's mm -hmm. the exact same case. Yeah. So that was his basic premise that it just doesn't make sense. His other point was that he feels like this case has received so much publicity and is expected to receive so much more publicity yeah. that by the time one of these cases is tried, how in the world will they find a jury pool for the a, a second case? Right. When all of the evidence is out there in the world. Uh-huh. And so he felt like basically in order to provide, uh, you know, the fairest and best uh, prosecution and defense for both of the, uh, the those that are charged, that it makes yeah. more sense to combine the cases. So, uh, Christy, I'm going to throw up a picture here and let you discuss what uh, Mr. Pryor, what his argument was. <laughs> well, if you could call it that. He didn't have one. The end. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's it. Here is a picture of Chad and Mr. Pryor. They are wearing matching outfits yet again. Isn't that yeah. funny? Why do they keep doing that? That's just weird. But also mm -hmm. you can see, and I'm going to do it for you because I do a good impression of resting toad face, but this is what Chad looked like through the entire hearing. And it's this. Yep. The dude has one facial expression. It's resting toad face. He just does this. <laughs> the whole I time. A comment on a news site. Someone asked, has Chad lost his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> he does sort of look like that. Somebody that doesn't have their dentures in. No, yeah. he has his teeth. That's just his resting face. Resting mm -hmm. toad face. Mm-hmm. So first yeah. of all, Mr. Pryor made a point of digging uh prosecutor wood, as, the, as he always does. You know, yeah. he's got to bring up something that has zero to do with this particular hearing. Mm -hmm. Um they're 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 struggling with some of the um discovery, some of the evidence. So they're working on it together and they might have to come to you, Judge. And he brought that up three times. He made yeah. a point of saying, now, Mr. Wood, I don't want you to feel like I'm making a big deal about this, but, you know, you know, so it was all just yeah. about digging wood, which was mm -hmm. stupid. And then yeah. all he said was, this could be prejudicial to my client. He didn't give a single reason why it could be prejudicial to his client. He didn't give a bit of evidence. No, All he nothing. did was bring a case that was supposed supposedly precedent as to why this was not a good idea. And I have been saying all along, I'm very confused by this yeah. because this case doesn't have anything to do with the Daybell case. It's not the same at all. It no. was a criminal case in which two, two separate crimes that committed by the same person were joined together and, and he was tried for both of them in the same trial. Right. Uh, that was later overturned and found to be prejudicial because basically if they found him guilty of the one, then they would likely just find him guilty of the other one, you know, and, and that was true. Mm -hmm. But that was his precedent for joining these two trials of two individual people who are charged with conspiracy to commit the same crime. And the yeah. judge said, I don't see any connection yeah. <laughs> at all yeah. to that. I case love that the judge case. stopped him and was yeah. like, now I don't 
I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And of course, uh, <laughs> Rob Wood had already said the same thing. Yeah. This precedent yeah. doesn't mean anything. And Rob doesn't. Wood actually had some other cases from Idaho that he had quoted in which a joinder had happened under similar circumstances. Yeah. Well, and when uh, they really talked proving, about. Yeah. What? That uh, really proving that uh, this is not, you know, it's not outrageous what he's asking. No. And that particularly in the cases of conspiracy to commit, a joinder is something that's really common. Yeah, very common, very common. And, and, and there's so it the rule basically, to um, join a case, this case fits it exactly. Mm-hmm. And Pryor himself said, I will admit that this case actually does fit that exactly. But Your Honor, it's unfair. It's mm-hmm. just unfair. But he kind of alluded nothing. Well, the idea that Maybe Mr. Woods just doesn't really want to do his job. Yes, that was it. Maybe he, oh, he doesn't want to have to try this case twice. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Yeah, Woods yeah, it was implying a lazy jerk yep. who wants to be on to my client. Yeah. Well, and, and um, you know, Wood had a very well-written, you know, layout of the entire thing. And then Pryor was like, it'll just be prejudicial. And wine, 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 we're getting picked on. That's all it was like he he didn't totally. even bother to try to say it could be prejudicial because what if she's guilty and my client isn't or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there could have been some examples given, mm-hmm. but he didn't give any. He didn't give him anything. No. So he didn't anything about what their defense is going to be. And that's what I was wondering is, is he going to give anything away here? The other thing that he did that made no sense. And the judge was just like, What? He said, you know, Judge, what you could do is just withhold judgment at this time. And later on, we'll have a hearing to talk about severing the trials. Yeah. And the judge was like, well, we wouldn't have a hearing about severing the trials unless I had already joined them. Doesn't make any sense. And Pryor just repeated the same thing over again to the judge. And the judge goes, okay, thank you, Mr. Pryor. (laughs) Like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And in the judge's ruling, he did say... If the time comes where it becomes evident that the cases should not be, you know, that there should be a severance, we will revisit this. You right. know, I mean, yeah. if there's any actual reason that comes to light, we'll rediscover, you know, we'll revisit it. But, you know, prior brought nothing to the table today. Nothing. Yeah, at all. nothing at all. Um, and, yeah, it's entirely true that if there's actual reasoning, but prior mm-hmm. didn't bring any today, there, there was no reasoning at all. The he thing is, he, he knows this case fits the qualifications for a joinder. Right. He could have, he yeah. could have brought, he could have showed up to the table and said, because of the, you know, way that my client is planning on pleading because of the defense that we are putting together, a joinder would be prejudicial. I mean, he could have brought some information to the table that gave the judge pause, but he didn't No. So that's what happened. It was pretty anticlimactic, except for the, you know, boom, at the end of the day, the judge said the joinder is approved. I, yep. It makes all the sense in the world to me. Yep. He talked a lot about the, uh, you know, the, the press that this case has received and the jury pool situation and that that all makes sense. Uh, he and also uh, the prosecutor talked about the fact that uh, to put the victim's families through this more than yeah. once seems like there's there's just not a reason to do that right and that it makes more sense to let it be you know and, and get it through get through at once so yeah 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 well and you know the other thing the judge said is you know the other thing that we struggle with right now is because of the coronavirus 
just getting a jury to begin with is a challenge and being able to do right. a jury trial is a challenge. And then to have to do two mm-hmm. is even more of a challenge. And so there are so many reasons why to join this case. And if you can't give a single reason why not, other than wine, wine, we're getting picked on, then what, you know, I mean, yeah. prior brought nothing. Yeah, it was quick. The whole thing was done in less than an hour. Yeah, uh, well, actually, it was done in about a half an hour. It was yeah. very quick, there, you know, and the judge obviously was, he said, you know, this was uh, proposed months ago. I have already, you know, been over this case and, you know, and then, in, you know, I, I'm definitely ready to rule. I mean, I feel like yeah. he probably walked in there pretty sure that this was the way he was going unless prior, because the only thing prior filed was a brief st- stating that one case in Idaho that wasn't applicable. Yeah. That's really all he brought to the fight. So, yeah, yeah. he didn't he <laughs> really didn't fight that. Kaza Cryer, Mr. Cryer. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cryer. Yeah, he is. He's yes, a real. He <laughs> the other thing he is, is he's really fake. Oh, thank you, Your Honor. I appreciate you. Why don't I uh-huh. lick your boots, Your Honor? He's very, unlike Means, who's rude to the um, judge and who yeah. doesn't want to stand and stuff. Prior is like over the top. Um, Gross the other way. Yeah. Well, and constantly taking shots at the prosecutor and then saying, now, I don't mean to. Now, with all due respect, now, you know, and you're like, yeah, whatever, bro. I mean, I know it's your job. I get it. But, man, but you're yeah. smart. He's Ugh. so transparent. Like, it's so obviously fake. And, you know, and, like, to bring up whatever the evidentiary stuff is, because we know, because we've talked about it, that, that means is having evidentiary issues also with the prosecutor because they're both asking mm-hmm. for stuff that the prosecutor is not going to do because he doesn't mm-hmm. have to. Um, you know, they, they want to focus on that. We're getting we're getting picked on. Yeah, but that's all but they've got. Consider the amount of data and info that's coming their way from the prosecutor. Thinking about the uh, the the pretrial Chad's preliminary and the conversations with the FBI analysts. That we're analyzing the cell phone pings and how detailed that is, how uh, much documentation that is. You know, you send that the way of prior and means, and they've probably got thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of stuff they have no idea what to do with. Yeah. So I'm sure they're feeling overwhelmed. They don't seem to have any assistance here. There's no paralegals there's there doesn't no one comes to court with them you know right they and I'm, I'm just blown away by that. like they're trying to wait through all this on their own i don't know that, that's why know. these cases these big cases cost so much money because it takes a lot of help and it takes you know experts in lots of different things and anyway it's interesting but yeah he was definitely uh Definitely trying to throw a few extra things in there for the judge to consider. But I think the judge was just like, we're here for the joinder. So, you know, let's do that. Yeah. All of his whining did not appear to me to have any impact on the judge at all. No. Other than just to make him Now, one interesting thing that will happen now, though, is that now there will be a new date assigned. Because they yes. each had a court date. So now we'll see a new date assigned. Maybe it will be one or the other of them. Maybe it'll be neither. I hope and, it's the January date. I really do. Right. And judge. One of the arguments that I thought was really interesting was that this court or this case is being heard by two different judges. Right. And consider that one judge allows a piece of evidence that the other judge throws out 
it opens the door for a mistrial in a way that it's just, you know, it, it is avoidable by the joinder. Uh, there were several points like that that I thought were really interesting. Yeah. There so anyway, now that there will be one judge. So we don't know if it'll be Boyce or if it will be the other judge. But at any rate, so there will be a new court date and a new judge assigned here or, you know, something along those lines. So that's going to get interesting, too. And, of course, they will yeah. be back in court at the end of November on uh, the... Well, you know, on uh, <laughs> Cryer's, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use that, Marie. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. On the uh, motion to dismiss. To dis- so dismiss it. Yep. I, I'm guessing uh, that the arguments will be interesting. They'll be similar to what we heard today. So, uh, Yeah, uh, I, I can't wait to hear if Pryor's going to do anything more than, they're just picking on my client, Your Honor. I mean, is he going to really have anything? Your Honor, they have no proof. No proof. Only this 20,000 pages I've been working on for the last. Can you imagine the transcript of just the preliminary? Yeah. 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 So that's going to be interesting. And that's about four weeks away. That'll be the next movement we see, you know, unless uh, Means gets his Twitter thumbs warmed up or something else happens. It'll be interesting to see. If he does, we will let you know. Definitely. So. That's it for this one, but we'll be back tonight at 7 p.m. for the Psychic Hour, and until then, you guys, be safe, be good to each other, and have a good afternoon. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.